Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm Melanie Znona, CNN Capitol Hill reporter, in for David Chalian. David's out until March, so prepare to hear from some new voices like mine on the podcast in the coming weeks. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, February 1st. More and more troubling information keeps coming to light about ex-President Donald Trump and his allies' coup plotting. A CNN exclusive. Trump's advisors drafted not only one, but two versions of an executive order to seize voting machines in states Trump lost in 2020, according to multiple sources. One order directed the Department of Defense to do so, which CNN reported on previously, but now we know there was another draft meant for the Department of Homeland Security to seize these machines too. Any operation for the military or federal agents to seize voting equipment for political purposes would have been unprecedented in U.S. history. The idea of using the power of the federal government to access these machines was the brainchild of two Army veterans who spread misinformation about the election being stolen from Trump one of them being retired Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. It's unclear who exactly drafted the executive orders, and neither were issued, but it goes to show just how far Trump's camp was willing to go to subvert the results of the 2020 presidential election. And now, switching gears a bit, a strange development for the House Select Committee investigating January 6. You might remember that the committee won its battle that went all the way to the Supreme Court to secure documents from the Trump administration. Trump was trying to keep the documents from the committee by citing executive privilege, which proved to be unsuccessful. Well, some of those documents that were handed over to the committee had to be taped back together by National Archives staff because they had been ripped up. The agency claims they were torn up by Trump, but it didn't clarify how they knew he ripped the records. But they did point to media reporting from 2018 that said Trump has ripped up documents in the past. That year, Politico reported that the White House employed staff whose jobs included reconstructing documents that Trump tore up. A spokesperson for Trump did not immediately respond to requests for comment, but it sure seems like the Trump administration could have used a few more people in this role. As the agency says, there were many documents that weren't restored. Committee members say they are still in the process of looking through all these documents, which I assume would take a bit, as we now know members have to read through rips and tape on top of everything else. Another CNN exclusive... The committee scored a key testimony from a West Wing official. Ex-Vice President Mike Pence's former chief of staff, Mark Short, had given lengthy testimony under subpoena last week. And another top aide to former Vice President Pence, Greg Jacob, is meeting with January 6th committee members today. This cooperation among Pence's team represents some of the most significant moves the committee's made so far, because they are steps closer to breaking down that West Wing wall of secrecy surrounding Trump's actions and sentiments that day and days prior. Will these testimonies from Pence's aides mean the former VP himself will be called to testify? Only time will tell. We know Pence is probably the next best person for the committee to talk to, other than Trump himself, to get the information they're looking for. But Pence's cooperation doesn't seem all that likely, since he's trying to preserve his own political future with a Trump-loving base. Meanwhile, there's plenty of signs Trump is making sure he remains a major political player. His political organization announced Monday it had raised $122 million in cash reserves from July to December of 2021, an unprecedented sum for a former president. A spokesperson for Trump said in a statement about the fundraising, quote, The MAGA movement is here to stay. And over the weekend, Trump held a campaign-style rally in Texas. 
He didn't explicitly say he would run for president in 2024, as doing so would trigger a series of legal and campaign finance requirements. But he did say this. We are going to take back the White House. Trump also addressed how he would help the people charged with the January 6th insurrection. If I run and if I win, we will treat those people from January 6th fairly. We will treat them fairly. And if it requires pardons, we will give them pardons. As a reminder, these people he thinks are being treated so unfairly were participants in the deadly attack on the U.S. Capitol. Trump's former White House communications director, Alyssa Fair Griffin, who cooperated with the January 6th committee, reluctantly said to take Trump's pardoning promises, quote, literally. Absolutely. Will he part? He will consider pardoning people. And let's let's remember what some of these charges are. Some were conspiracy, sedition, um, assaulting police officers and, of course, destruction of federal property. Trump's comments resulted in backlash from lawmakers, including Republicans. I think it's inappropriate. I I don't want to reinforce that defiling the Capitol was okay. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do anything that would make this more likely in the future. I do not think that President Trump should have made that pledge uh, to do pardons. We should let the judicial process proceed. That was Senator Lindsey Graham on CBS and Senator Susan Collins on ABC. The Justice Department has charged more than 700 people in connection with the attack on the Capitol, Many rioters have said in court they believed they were carrying out Trump's orders. But from where Trump is standing now, he has no power to pardon these insurrectionists. And the House Select Committee is trying to get closer and closer to the truth. That's it for today's political briefing. I'm Melanie Znona, and thanks so much for listening. Please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Talk to you tomorrow.